everyone. KMOX at your service. Tuesday night, I'm George Sells with you until 10. A little U2 to start the night off. You can't beat that. Love that song. But that's another story altogether. We'll do music next time. I don't. Have, we don't have music tonight. A lot, a lot going on tonight. A lot of things happening in the news. Lots to talk about. And so we're going to stay clear of uh, favorite songs, favorite concerts, and that sort of thing. But uh, I'm back next Tuesday. We may, we may delve into that then. But... Uh, Tonight, we're going to kind of stick to the headlines a little bit, at least, because so much uh, is happening that just really important things that have people talking quite a bit. Uh, Starting out, of course, with the tornado that happened last week, late last week, Friday night. That was a scary night for everyone as those storms moved through and a tragic night uh, for our friends over in Edwardsville. Of course, the Amazon building, the collapse, six deaths other injuries, and now as we get far enough past the initial shock of it, the discussions begin taking place as to the why, as to the could something have been done to, pre- to prevent this. Uh, lawyers are getting involved, high-profile high lawyers for that matter. Benjamin Crump, who you've heard of in cases from Michael Brown, uh, a, lot of, a lot of cases uh, – civil unrest cases uh, like that he's been involved in. Well, he is now involved in this case as well. Uh, OSHA is in town investigating, seeing what they can find as far as what may have happened. So we're going to talk just in a few minutes, actually, with attorney Brad Hiles, who has represented companies uh, in these cases when OSHA is investigating, and he's going to shed some light on what we can expect out of all this finger-pointing. Also coming up later on, a big day for the St. Louis airport, a big day for travelers around St. Louis. If you want to go to Europe, it's going to be a little bit easier come June. That is when Lufthansa, which is the big sort of heritage carrier in Germany, is going to begin nonstop flights from here in St. Louis to Frankfurt. Now, we've had some international flights here and there. We had uh, a brief respite with Wow Airlines going to Iceland. Uh, but they came and went about, just about faster than you could bat an eye. Uh, and we've had other, you know, you can go to Mexico and you can go to Canada. So we're an international airport. But that big, steady international route to Europe, uh, particularly on a big-named airline, a very stable airline, is something that they've been trying to get for 20 years at St. Louis International Airport, ever since American pulled the last flight to London and, pulled uh, what was basically hub status for St. Louis that had, of course, been achieved with uh, the growth and stability of TWA. When TWA went away, so did uh, St. Louis's gravitas in the airline industry, unfortunately. So now, nonstop flights to Germany. And the question, among others, why do you care if you're not going to be on one of those nonstop flights to Germany? And we will have the airport director, Rhonda Hamdenbergi, on with us later to talk about just that because there are a lot of elements to this. I mean, I'm excited because I like to travel. And I'm excited because I hope to, you know, save my box tops and put the family on a plane and go to Europe at some point in the next couple of years. And this will make that easier. Don't know if it'll make it cheaper or not, but it will at least make it easier. If you look at the uh, at the routing schedules, they're talking about, uh, I believe it's a 
seven in the evening flight or something like that. Or no, a 10 in the evening flight that gets you to uh, Frankfurt at seven in the morning, their time. So it's the typical overnight thing. Try to catch some Z's on the plane and you're in Germany in time to whether you're trial if you're going for fun to go do whatever that is, if you're going for business. And we'll have some folks going for business. I mean, uh, Bear, the company that bought uh, Monsanto a couple of years back, they're based in Germany. So, and there are a number of other companies, particularly in the biotech industry, that are German companies. So, what the airport folks believe is that they're going to be able to build this route into a very important and very stable uh, business line. Uh, then you'll also get the travelers, the, the folks looking to do the tourist thing. And they, they expect to get people from places that maybe they would not have gotten them before flying out of St. Louis. For, you know, for example, if you live in Springfield, Illinois, or, or, or you know, maybe even Champaign-Urbana, and you're thinking about going to Europe, uh, gee, isn't it nice to have the option of avoiding the headache of Chicago to do it? And now that option is there. It used to be Chicago was the no-brainer because that was the nonstop flight. Now, the advantage Chicago, of course, has is they've still got all the they've still got all the different carriers. They've got many more carriers than we do, therefore competition and fares, and that might allow them to keep thing keep the prices a little bit lower. But uh, either way. There are going to be folks from a lot of areas who want that nonstop flight, and they'll drive a couple of hours to get to St. Louis and take it rather than do what they would have done before, which was, you know, hop on a flight and make the connection or deal with Chicago, which, I mean, O'Hare is enough of a pain just transferring through it. I can't even imagine driving to the airport and parking and dealing with all that. I've done that at the New York airports many times. I've done that at the Los Angeles airport many times. And supposedly Chicago is even is as nuts or more than those two. So you folks out there uh, on the outskirts of the signal heading up toward Illinois, you're going to have an option. In fact, now that it's dark, you can be you can be hearing us all the way up to Chicago. Hey, up there in Chicago, if you don't want to deal with O'Hare, you got an easy solution coming down here in St. Louis just when uh, the summer travel season gets here. So that's that should be some good, entertaining stuff for folks who want to make those trips. We're going to talk to again to the airport director about why all this matters, and that's going to be coming up later on in this hour. Also, did you hear that the boat show has been postponed again? You know, it seems like one step forward, two steps back uh, with all the COVID stuff. COVID continues to have an impact on things like a big boat show that was scheduled for February, and they've now bumped that. Uh, other uh, conventions and big shows like that, uh, they're fighting all sorts of battles, trying to just do their thing, have their have their event, draw a crowd, make some money, all the things that you want to do in those cases. Uh, and you would think now as we continue to move on down the road that COVID, it feels like it's almost gone, but then it's not. And I want to hear from you on that. We'll be... Try to take a few calls here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, 314-436-7900 is the number if you want to warm up your thumbs. Uh, but it, it, it feels like this should be a time when everything's making, it, making a comeback because so many things are. But we hit 800,000 deaths in the United States from COVID-19 today. Think about that, 800,000 People have died. 
Uh, we hit that, and we also, uh, looking at the numbers, more people have died in 2021 than died in 2020. That does not seem to make sense when it feels like you're making this progress. But it does make sense when you think about the fact that the momentum was allowed to grow for this virus, and it got to a point that basically uh, it couldn't be stopped. And, you know, we're slowing it down now. Uh, but, to, but to slow it down, it's going to run a bunch of stuff over first. It's run a bunch of people over, 800,000 of them in total. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up later on in the hour. But for now, it is coming up on 8.15, and when we come back, let's talk about what happened over in Edwards, Illinois, Edwardsville, Illinois. I'm George Sells. You're listening to KMOX. It's 8.15. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back with you, Camelax, at your service on a Tuesday night in downtown St. Louis. And right now, we've got a St. Louis guy who has done a podcast that has delved deeply into a fascinating mystery. Dave Holmes, and former MTV Hello. DJ. Dave, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Great. Since I set you up as a St. Louis native, let's just get through it real quickly. Where'd you go to high school? Yes. Well, I went to Priory, class of 89. Class of 89. He's a Kirkwood guy and yes. uh, off, off living on the coast now. But uh, Yes, in, yes, in, sir. In your travels through, uh, I guess MTV is part of what brought some of this up, but a, mm-hmm. a boy band called Sudden Impact that yeah. finished off the face of the earth. Please tell me what yeah. the heck is going on here. Well, sure. Let, let, let me give you the, the, the full rundown. So in 1991, you know the band Boys to Men, right? The mm-hmm. R&B vocal group Boys to Men. Absolutely. Who would, go on, who would go on to become the biggest selling R&B group of all time. They uh, came out with their debut single and video. It was called Motown Philly. And in that video, there were a bunch of the other acts that, uh, that their manager, Michael Bivens of New Edition and Belle Biv DeVoe had signed. So there was Belle Biv DeVoe. There was a group called Another Bad Creation who had a couple hit songs. And then about two and a half minutes into the video, 
just standing silently and pointing at the camera very, very defiantly, very boldly was this group called Sudden Impact. And it was it, it was almost like a like a teaser for a Marvel movie, you know, like it was, you know, it was in a huge video. It was a big moment. It was a big leg up. And uh, and, and because, it, you know, nothing accompanied it, it was like, well, oh, clearly something something's going to happen. With sudden impact. What, what, what's, what's it going to be? And uh, I was 20 years old at the time, glued to MTV, like obsessed with popular culture. And uh, and in the back of my mind, I always thought, like, where's sudden impact? Nothing ever happened. Uh, there was never a single. There was never an album. Uh, and it just is one of those stories that remained in the back of my mind. And luckily, I got to make a life for myself in the in the world of pop culture and, and media ever since. And and it finally, just a couple of years ago, it felt like, I think it's time to explore this. We have the world of podcasts at our disposal now, and it seemed like the perfect kind of subject to uh, to investigate and explore. And so, so I did. So so how, where do you start? You, I assume you start with Bivens or well, with the record company or something. Well, the, there really was no record company. I mean, like they, they were originally signed to Motown. The person who signed them to Motown you know, uh, passed many years ago. They then, you know, they, they went through many, many record deals. And there's because all of this happened just before the Internet, they really didn't leave a trace. So it was, it was kind of hard to start in a traditional way. Um, I was lucky enough, though, that um, Michael Bivens kept signing artists, right? Like he, Motown was really high on, on him as, as uh, like a star maker. So they kept giving him more and more money to find more and more artists. And, and what we find out in episode one of, uh, of this podcast is that one of those artists is kind of a friend of mine. Um, it's a young singer named Yvette, who grows up to be Yvette Nicole Brown from Community and Drake and Josh and a you know a million things okay. Emmy nominated this year. Um, so I actually, without ever knowing it, had a way in to this mystery right under my nose for years. So that's that's a little bit where the story begins. And you know, it's it, they themselves, this group, like you know, it, they theirs is a story of being in the wrong place at the wrong time over and over and over again. Um, and that, that is interesting. But the, the themes that, that come out as I continued to investigate this story are, to me, really more interesting. The, you know, what happens when you make a plan to be a big star and it doesn't pan out? And you know, what happens to try to be famous five minutes before starts and and you know what is different about popular culture now as opposed to 1991 um and the more i investigated the more that was just really interesting around the entire story and uh so uh, it's a 10 episode podcast the finale just dropped today i'm not going to spoil anything okay now but, i know uh, but I know i'm very pleased so you're, ple you're pleased with that. i know you don't want to spoil it so let me let me try mm -hmm. a question here uh, yes. That won't, maybe won't spoil it, but will allow you to analyze on your themes. Okay. Would, would things have worked out differently for Sudden Impact if they had come along today with social oh. media and the way things operate today is how bands are discovered? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Even, even if the same things had happened, even if they never really, even if nothing ever, even if they never recorded or released a single, they would have, you know, they would have had a feed or you know they they would have left some tiktoks behind or, or something there there would have been that kind of 
trail of digital breadcrumbs that everybody leaves behind them now. Um, but because all of this happened in 1991, it was like there's nothing. Like it, it felt like, you know, exploring a, you know, a 1920s murder, you know. Um, it, it, you know, the, the same kind of um, the, the same heartbreaking story of big plans not been the same, but people who were curious would have had something to, you know, to look at or to remember them by. This was, they truly had nothing. So I'm trying to think what I can ask that won't spoil it, but we, I want to know more. I'm dying to know more and I have not gotten to listen okay. to this yet. So, I mean, you, you found at least a member of the, like how many guys were in the group? And, oh. there, there were five, there were five, there were five members of Sudden Impact, uh, and then a, a sixth, who they call the sixth member of Sudden Impact, who was like their producer, and uh, and their journey, I will I will say, is is much longer than you might expect. They were they were at it for literally decades, and and it just truly is, uh, you know, so much of stardom is is being in the right place at the right time. These guys have a real talent for being at exactly the wrong place at exactly the wrong time. Are, um, they, friend, are they still friends or are they still well, working together? You know, uh, I, um, I don't want to give away too, too much, but uh, you know, uh, uh, they, they did reach a point at which it, they, they felt as though that was the end of the road. And, you know, with, uh, with this podcast having come out and people having listened to it, which I can't believe, um, maybe it isn't the end of the road. Okay. Uh, but, but again, I don't want to spoil anything. All righty. Tell, tell me where I can find this. I'm going to have to start <laughs> listening now. <laughs> okay. Please do. Please do. Uh, it's called Waiting for Impact. It is available wherever, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it's, uh, it's 10 episodes. They're each around 40 minutes. The last one just, uh, just dropped today. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited with how it turned out. And, um, and now, now, now that the ending is out there, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased about, uh, what lies ahead. So what do you do now? You've got the, you've got this out. What else is going on for those, those, you've got people here in the, in St. Louis. What's going on with Dave Holmes? Uh, well, I, I'm an editor at large for Esquire magazine, so I'm actually up in New York now, uh, just uh, visiting the office now that there's an office to go back to. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, I have a, a, a couple of podcasts. I have, uh, I'm a freelance writer. I'm kind of all over the place. All right. And I will be in St. Louis for uh, for Christmas. All right. Well, they'll be looking for you at the airport. We'll set a watch. Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Dave Holmes, thank you again for joining us. Again, thank you, the, George. Thank you so much. Again, the podcast, Waiting for Impact. Find it wherever you find mm -hmm. your podcast. Sounds like a good one. Dave, thanks for being thank with us so on KMOX. Cheers. Have a good night. 828 on KMOX. Quick programming note. Obviously, we didn't have the guest uh, discussing the Amazon collapse. That is something we were going to get to in the next hour. Coming up next, we're talking airlines. We're talking international travel. We're talking a very big day for Lambert Airport. And back with you on KMOX at your service. It's a Tuesday night in St. Louis. I'm George Sells with you until 10 o'clock. Big news today, something that St. Louis has been working hard for for a long time, some 20 years. It's getting another direct flight out of Lambert Airport to Europe. Now, a lot of people 
were thinking all along that it was going to be British Airways, but out of the blue comes Lufthansa, and today came the big announcement. Not the best-kept secret in the world over the last 24 hours, but uh, the official announcement today that Lufthansa is going to be running nonstop flights from Lambert International Airport to Frankfurt, Germany, starting beginning of June 2022. Joining me now, Rhonda Hamnebergi, Airport Director at St. Louis International Airport. Guten Tag. How are you? I'm fine, George. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Tell me about getting getting to this point. I know this is something that has been uh, kind of the golden goose for many years, I'm probably as long as you've been running the airport. Yeah, it has been. Obviously, this has been a huge ask uh, of the community to bring back the service. And, you know, it's something we've been working on for a long time and trying to build relationships with international carriers and, and trying to sell our story in St. Louis. But in the last several months, I think, you know, it really came to play when the region came together and started working with us on what do we need to be competitive to win this. And so here we are today, uh, you know, announcing what I think is a great win. What is the backstory on something like this? I mean, are there, is this like the classifieds, uh, you know, single airport seeking willing German carrier? Or uh, are you just working connections as much as you can? Are you calling the people at Bear, for example, and having them call their buddy they went to college with at uh, Lufthansa? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously been a very concerted effort. And I think, you know, this goes back for years of the airport uh, and, and with Brian Kinsey, who is our air service development, you know, the two of us really trying to build relationships with the airlines. But I think when you when you think about, you know, getting to this point today, it really was the story of what's happening in St. Louis. We are seeing companies like Bayer. We're seeing companies like Merck, the Millipore. You know, we're seeing a lot of companies who are growing their business, not only in Germany, but throughout Europe. And that story uh, bodes well for us. And when you have the the support of the business leaders in the community behind something like this saying it's important to us and we're going to support it. And then you've got the companies that are actually expanding and doing business or in the case of Bayer, obviously, you know, headquartered in, in, in Frankfurt or in Germany and being able to have that connection here. All of those things come into play. So it's not one single thing. It's a multitude of things. And it's been a buildup for a long time. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, just finally putting all the uh, the pegs in the puzzle and, and bringing a team together to, to put a competitive, a competitive package out there is, I think, you know, uh, how it happened. Now, most people out there, their idea of business travel is, you know, might be an overnight in Kansas City or something like that. Explain why this is so important for St. Louis. Well, you know, I think I think there's a couple of things. Uh, first of all, you know, it was a hard loss for us when the 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 hub status went away here. So I think for the community, having that recognition of a true international airport meaning nonstop service into Europe and, and not just into the, the Canada or the Caribbean markets, is a pride thing. So that's, that's a big deal. Having that back, having that recognition back is important to the community. But if you look at the economic side of it, and, you know, it's a proven fact that anytime an international flight is added out of a market, you know, the economic impact is 50 to to $100 million to the region. So think about, you know, that additional revenue coming into this region uh, and and the the value that that has for the growth of this. So I think, you know, there's a, there's a, both of those are really big reasons why it's important. 
but I also think that it will grow the traffic in and out of St. Louis in ways that we've not seen before. So when you put a nonstop market in like that to Europe, you also see the traffic sort of organically grow. You see people from a broader region, maybe those that live two hours or three hours from St. Louis, we're an easy airport to traverse. So we expect that we're going to pick up traffic that we would not normally see because of this added market. And I have heard it said that once you've got one, oftentimes uh, that can spin into more. Does this somehow help our chances to get, say, the the British Airways nonstop to London or, or some other such thing? You know, I think for all of us right now, we're focused on making this a success. That's what's important. I mean, this Lufthansa and in Frankfurt is a critically important market. And when we talk to the business leaders in this region, actually more of them wanted to see Frankfurt than they really wanted to see London. Um, And I think it's because of the companies that we have based here and the business. So our focus is, is really toward making this successful, proving to Lufthansa and proving to the world that we can make an international flight successful and actually grow the service here with that. So we start at three you know, flights a week, and I think it's important for us to think about how can we make that five flights a week and how can we make that daily service. So I think that's where our focus is going to be. And a lot of people remember the you know, kind of the bad taste in their mouth over the whole WOW, the WOW Airlines uh, experiment. Obviously, this is a different kind of airline. This is a, a heritage airline in Germany, if you will, Uh What do you say to the folks that are already gnashing their teeth about, well, they've got that incentive, and when the incentive goes away, they might just leave? Yeah, well, there's two things. First of all, in this industry, if you're going to be competitive and you're a medium hub market like we are with 2.8 million people, you're going to have to put a package on the table. And we've seen it happen in a lot of markets that surround us. And they won the service, and we stood on the sidelines. And so if we want to be competitive, we had to put a package together. If we want the service, we had to put a package together. And for years, people have said to me, Rhonda, we want this service. So I think, you know, you have to understand this industry and you have to understand what's happened. And when you have to understand when you're not a 10 million or a 15 million person market, we're a 2.8 million, that not everybody is interested in coming to the table. So to be able to put a package together to help them build the market in those first two years is critically important. So this isn't writing checks and giving away dollars. This is being able to help them market it. It's being able to market it in St. Louis, to be able to market it in Europe, to be able to offset some of those initial costs as they build this flight to make it successful. And it's got to be really gratifying to have some of the big names in St. Louis business behind you, the Taylor family, for one. It, it, it's it's incredibly uh, rewarding and important, and and that's what Lufthansa saw when when we've you know when we a number of us have obviously been working on this for months, and I think when they saw the commitment of the business community and the people behind this willing to say this is important to us and we're going to make it successful, that pushed us that pushed us over the line. So. I think the flight will be successful. I believe 100% that Lufthansa thinks it's going to be successful, and it's going to be up to all of us, you know, to help make that successful. So uh, we think it's going to be great, you know, uh, for anybody that wants to be a naysayer, step aside. I mean, this is a good day for for this region. It's a good day for this airport, and I think it's going to be a longstanding partnership. Now, 
How is it going to impact prices? Because I can tell you right now, my kid's already want to go to Germany. We were having this conversation. <laughs> my my daughter's ready to pack her bag. So is this something, it'll obviously make it easier to get there. Will it become a little bit more affordable? You know, I think, well, you know, I think fares are fares. So, you know, there will be obviously fares out there that are, are introductory fares. So, you know, people should go on and look. I think what's, you know, a lot of people, you look at value time versus money. This is not an ultra low cost carrier. This is not Wow Airlines. So, you know, you are looking at a legacy carrier. So, and there is a three class of service on this airplane. So you've got business, you've got premium economy, and then you have economy. You have 255 seats, 185 of those are economy. So I think for people, um, you know, there's a little bit for everybody. If, if it's important to you to be a business uh, class seat and you know, to pay those fares, that's going to be there. If it's important to you to have, you know, a premium economy where you have a little more leg room, that's going to be there. If price is what's most important to you, then you're going to have 185 seats in economy. So, you know, we don't set the fares, obviously, in right. St. Louis. Um, but I do think that people will be able to find uh, a multitude of options. So when do you get to take your first business trip to Germany, or have you been already? Oh, I've been numerous times to Germany in my life, uh, but looking forward and, and and hopefully we'll we'll be able to um, to put together a, a team going over on the inaugural. We'll see how the next few months fold out, but looking forward to it. Okay, we'll have to get past COVID, get everybody to meet at Oktoberfest. How does that sound? There you go. I'm I'm there. <laughs> awesome. Well, Rhonda Hamdenberg, thank you so much for joining us. A big day for St. Louis, a big day for Lambert Airport as the first international nonstop flight in some 20 years, at least with the exception of Wow Airline. I keep forgetting about Wow, but this is this is the biggie. This is the one to Europe, and it is in place. Rhonda, thank you for joining us. You're welcome, George. Thank you. It's Kate 844. You're listening to KMOX. St. Louis. I'm George Sells. KMOX at your service. We'll be together for another hour and change going up till 10 o'clock tonight. Some news today that I don't know exactly what it demonstrates. It demonstrates, I think, in a way that we've kind of gotten used to being in a pandemic because it feels like things are getting back to normal in so many ways, but in so many ways they're not. And that is the boat show, the annual St. Louis boat show. They have it every, every February, kind of a, always a big few weeks there, late January, early February. You get the, the auto show at the Dome, and then everybody kind of takes a week off and watches the Super Bowl. And then the week after that, maybe weekend after that, you'll get the boat show. Or sometimes the boat show is supposed to be in conjunction with the Super Bowl weekend. I think that was the case this year, actually. But the boat show is canceled. They announced it today. They are postponing it until February of 2023. So they didn't have one last year. They're postponing it again this year. And uh, it's it's an interesting situation. Uh, you know, they're trying to put the best picture on it. But at the end of the day, they are canceling this event because of concerns about COVID-19 and effects of COVID-19. Uh, it says in the, in the release here, uh, 
been postponed one more year as a result of the current needs and economics in the region, including supply chain disruptions, historically low inventory, as well as data availability at the venue. So those are all the reasons. And data availability is one thing, but supply chain, we're all seeing that in all sorts of industries. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing that gets into the economic things, I guess people aren't buying boats right now. Okay. You know, boats are a kind of a, a niche item, obviously. It's like a lot of people can't afford them. A few people can, and those who do buy. Uh, but they're not buying either, it appears right now. But my question to you is, have we just gotten used to being in a pandemic? 314-436-7900 is the number. Lines are open. Uh, are, have we just gotten a little too used to it? You know, we're sitting here and... It feels like things are getting back to normal. We're eating out more. We're traveling more. The travel numbers were huge over Thanksgiving. We're just we're doing regular stuff more. We're going to hockey games. We're going to concerts. Uh, we're we're doing all these things, you know, because we've gotten the vaccines out there, and a lot of people are vaccinated, and so you can feel a little bit safer going to these things. And we're just we're getting back on with our lives, and it feels like things are back to normal. But a, a very big event, a big convention type event uh, that draws a lot of money downtown every year is canceled. And you know you can go back a, a few months ago when uh, they chose not to have the uh, auto show in Chicago. They canceled that back over the summer. You know, again, we were feeling like we were getting back to normal, weren't we? I, I was feeling that way back then as well, back in the back in the summertime, late summer. And yet they canceled the Chicago Auto Show, one of the three biggest in the country, four biggest in the country. So where are we exactly? And I don't know that there's any immediate or even uh, correct answer to any of this uh, because, it, it, it again, it goes to a feeling. And I guess my other question is, is it okay to be used to being in a pandemic? Is it, is it okay to you know, feel like you're living your normal life, but then looking over at the TV and your eyebrow kind of raises up because we hit 800,000 deaths in the United States today for COVID-19? I mean, you know, when we hit... You know, a hundred thousand. You know, the 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 nation stopped, and it was the top of every newscast, and it it was just all anybody talked about. And now, uh, you know, eight hundred thousand is just kind of a you know passing glance at the ticker between reading stories about you know what other things going on, whether it's you know something political or uh, you know the whole tornado situation. And uh, all the cleanup and all the questions uh, that are going on from Edwardsville across the river all the way to Kentucky and beyond. Uh, you know, 800,000 people are dead and it was not really anybody's top story. Now, the, the things surrounding it are, and we'll get into this a little bit in the, in the next hour, um, debate over mask mandates continues to, to rage. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, some school districts uh, are now starting to step away from masking. Others are holding on to what they're doing 
you know, standing pat. A lot of this comes after the attorney general, Eric Schmidt, uh, sent threatening letters to all these school districts. <laughs> One school district over in Kansas City, uh, the letter that they wrote back was pretty interesting. I'll share some of that with you coming up in the next hour as well. Uh, let's let's just say that uh, the attorney who wrote the letter clearly doesn't suffer any fools and clearly thinks Eric Schmidt is one of them. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's just a, a thing that struck me today. It, it, you know, the boat show, I, I'm not a boat show guy. I'm more of an auto show guy. Uh, my wife works for the works with the St. Louis and Missouri Auto Dealers Associations. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a fan and you know, we always go and enjoy it. And they've managed to hold on and they they've managed to have a show last year. They're planning to go forward and have their show in January uh, down at the Dome. It'll be a little different than the ones in years past. It has to be. And, and that's no fault of the people putting on these shows. I mean, uh, when manufacturers say we're not selling any cars, therefore we're having to cut back. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's that's nobody's fault. That's simply the state of economics in this country right now and the state of supply chain issues. Uh, and that's that's nobody doing anything wrong at the local level. And the same is the case with the boat with the boat folks. There's just a situation that is untenable for them to put on a major event, feel like they can do it safely, have all the things that they want to show to the people that they're trying to sell to, and oh, by the way, make some money. That's the goal of all these things. And at least in the boating world, they can't do it yet in St. Louis. It's going to be another year. Hopefully some of the other things out there that we've come to miss will stay with us. And I hope you'll stay with us. I'm George Sells. It's 856. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is back and so is MLB.tv Watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere, anytime, all season long Follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.